everyone, welcome back to Schwave. Mm. Bringing that back, that little uh, little chestnut. <laughs> Schwave, <laughs> it'll yes. catch on. <laughs> um, let's just jump right in it, Phelan. I I feel like I don't have any anything to say before we we start. Um, we watch season two, episode two, things to do in Seattle when you're dead. <laughs> So I guess they're just they're just staying in Seattle. That's just their new location. Why did they change states? Because mm-hmm. I thought that w- I you know I misinterpreted. I thought like you know the house was gonna go with them like and travel different places, but it seems they just changed their like their head base home base just to Seattle for no reason. Yeah, so they can be near this mini mall. This- what I can take from it so far. Yeah, but they could have just said that was somewhere where they lived before. Yeah, but they wanted to do this witness protection angle, I guess, too. So they're like, why not just have them move with the house? You know, I have some questions about the house. Like, hmm. they have power, yet they are supposedly magically off the grid. Did when the house teleported there? Did it connect their plumbing to anything? <laughs> their shit's just seeping out from under the house. <laughs> yeah, it's like if if the house is not connected to anything, they can't shower. They like they can't shit. It's <laughs> what all the foundations cracking their house is falling apart because it wasn't built on anything yeah we see lights on though so they apparently magically are stealing power somehow yeah i don't know about that one yeah i think they they had some line about not having power like they don't have any money power resources nothing maybe they just meant their powers that's probably Um, what they're talking about because we see yeah. lights clearly on in Maggie's room. But it does raise a question. It's like, yeah, so how are they getting power? Yeah, or running water or plumbing. <laughs> yeah, like they do they they must have to pay someone for that, right? Otherwise they're stealing it. Yeah. Hmm. Mel, Maggie, we have our first mission. She's a witch. Went missing yesterday. They're coming for us. Phelan, in uh in a few sentences, can you describe what the plot of this episode was? Um, Harry and Macy have to save a witch. Meanwhile, Maggie is an idiot. That's a pretty good summation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they start this episode out with uh, Macy checking herself out in the mirror. Like, ooh, yeah, I look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, sexy dark Harry shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want us to be together, Macy. <laughs> I liked the <laughs> I liked the caption return of pants, pants. for Macy. <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, sexy uh, vampiric Harry. Like, Ooh, we'll be together. Yeah. With his scarf and his. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like a very twilight. Yeah, it felt pretty <laughs> twilighty. <laughs> um, they gotta be together, but he wants her to to tell him where she is. Just tell me where you are, mm-hmm. like a sexy Freddy Krueger invading her dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'll Welcome be to prime time, Macy. <laughs> that'll be the next reboot of Elm Street is Sexy Freddy. <laughs> oh my god. Who would play Sexy Freddy? Who's the Sexy Freddy Krueger? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, who's the guy who plays Jughead now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm, not, I'm spacing on his name too. Yeah, Sexy Jughead Freddy. <laughs> Let's do it. That'll be the new CW show. <laughs> Hell is your dreams. It'll just be called Elm Street. Yeah. (laughs) I'm game master, which means it's my game and my rules. Um, you know, this uh, episode, I think, kind of quashes this theory. But um, but I was thinking by the end of last episode, we didn't have any evidence that it wasn't Evil Harry that had taken his place at the end. Mm Hmm. Because, like, it could have been, like, that flashback was just him remembering him getting rid of the other Harry. We didn't see how that scene ended. Right. But, uh, that would have been some kind of twist that they don't appear to go with. Because this episode, I think, pretty definitively says it's not him. Yeah, because the bad one doesn't know where they are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't really make a lot of sense at this point. Mm -hmm. But it would have been an interesting route to take. Yeah, that could have been something. Yeah, it would have been kind of like the, um, at the beginning of season one, they had that like, ooh, maybe Harry was evil all along if they'd kind of followed that plot thread. Right. Uh, but they don't. Mm-hmm. You know what, so, though? You need to give this show a chance. <laughs> yeah, everyone, like, if you don't agree with someone's opinion, they think there's some alternative like motivation going on they're like you're just big fans of the original series that's why you're giving it crap Mm -hmm. like oh well you clearly haven't listened to our other podcast then (laughs) (laughs) the thing is i think we've given it credit when it when we thought that it was doing well i just don't think right now it's it's in a great place no i mean i think there's some decent aspects to this witness protection angle they're doing but I don't think the execution is very good in a lot of spots. <laughs> yeah, like they they need to reel us in with something. Um I don't know. I mean I think this episode was stronger than the season opener, but it wasn't I like I wasn't feeling it that much either. Yeah, it was middling, I guess, as at least as far as the Harry and Macy plot goes. Maggie drove me up the wall again with her plot. <laughs> um, okay, so after uh, after Evil Harry shows up in Macy's dream, they reveal it's a dream because she wakes up like, ooh, I was having a sexy dream about Evil Harry. And uh, she decides to check out the Instagram page for the B&B that they were at at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Did they actually show it was Instagram, or it was just like, you know, that you can infer it's Instagram, but... I think you just can't infer the logo. it. Yeah, I don't think they showed the logo. Mm. Yeah, that immediately just made me think of the, like, them seeing on Facebook Maggie selfieing herself with, you know, the location tagged. <laughs> it's just like, you <laughs> idiot! Which is, like, <laughs> essentially what she almost does later in the episode anyway, but it's just like... Uh. I had to show everyone my skinny marks. (laughs) Everyone, here's my TikTok. I'm going to be singing Walking on Sunshine. 
I told Lucy where we are, but don't worry. She can keep a secret. (laughs) It's a selfie with with Lucy. Like, at Lucy in the secret bunker. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag witness protection life. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) Or charmed. (laughs) Hashtag charmed. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag cancellation demon. So she's checking out, Macy's checking out the uh, B&B Instagram, and uh, she sees a tag about the witches having a niece named Layla, mm-hmm. and instantly she's like, oh no, this is another witch, she's going to be in trouble, so we got to go find her. Cut to Maggie, also on Instagram. Um, she's more focused on uh, looking at, uh, up herself, I guess, and uh, yeah. and finds a picture of her that says, R.I.P. Maggie Vera. Mm-hmm. So that's how they find out that people think they're dead? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of wondering, too, like, what people thought of their house disappearing, but apparently they think it burnt down. But is there any, like, did the house leave fake remains of, like, a, a burn? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because if the house just disappeared, people wouldn't think it burnt down and, like, magically disintegrated all evidence of it ever being there. <laughs> Yeah, that's strange. Like, unless there's some other explanation, like, and they don't even have the elders anymore to, like, say, like, oh, they covered it up. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, no Maybe one's doing cleaners, stuff. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll I don't to... know. They they don't seem to question this either, why they think they just died in a house fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. This is all this house vanished. Oh, it must have burnt down, and I guess they died. <laughs> like... They, that's really quick, too. Like, if the house disappeared and you couldn't find any of the residents, like, how quick, like, how long have they been gone at this point? Like, maybe a day or two? A few hours. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Instantly, oh, they're like, they're dead. Yeah, we can't find them. Um, Missing persons? Nah, dead. They're definitely their dead. were like, we didn't notice a fire. <laughs> yeah. We, we looked out and the house was gone. Whole lot of holes in that. <laughs> but I did find something what's that another victim I do love the like Mel's reaction to this though this should be a huge deal like Maggie's like oh my god we're dead Mm -hmm. and then Mel's like yeah and then tosses her her phone into some water and dead girls don't text (laughs) (laughs) I'd say that was a really stupid move on Mel's part, but it is Maggie, so she probably was about to say, OMG, we're in Seattle. <laughs> I love that's her immediate reaction is like, oh, we're dead. Yeah, chucks her phone into the water. <laughs> Didn't look like it wrecked it either. It looked like it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. Phones are pretty, they're getting pretty good with the water resistance yeah. in some of these phones now. Mm-hmm. She probably fished it out. Dried it off with her. her I mean, they're all using devices later in this episode anyway. They're on the computer and they're using pads and stuff. Yeah, it would be. They'd have to be pretty far off the grid if they, like, if they wanted to not be tracked down by technology. Like, just forget magic, just like technology alone. Like, anyone could track you down if they wanted to. But the thing is, everyone thinks they're dead, so they have no reason to track them down. What are they getting internet on, though? 
Like, do they have? <laughs> did the house bring Wi-Fi with them? And like, what? They're uh, leeching it off of safe space. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they go to the cafe in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense if they really did have to. But we see them using their computers at the house. So, I mean, yeah, like... how far are they away from safe space in the house? Did they establish think where this, this alley is that they appeared in? I don't think it's right beside it, so I don't think it's close enough for them to leech Wi-Fi at home. But This area that their house is in, like, does no one ever walk there? Like, what if someone just runs into their house and finds it? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like in a, like in a, a populated city, like, in the middle of where they're at, this is, like, not yeah. a good place to hide your magical cloaked house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like in an empty lot, which looks like they might develop at some point, so I don't know what happens then. <laughs> oh man, I hope one episode just opens up with like a bulldozer just <laughs> plowing through their, their house. <laughs> <laughs> Runs over Harry, of course. No luck, yeah. Harry. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> oh, bollocking tits ass. <laughs> oh, bother. <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. You you know that Harry Potter puppet pals? That's relevant, right? Bother, bother, bother. That's such a hip reference. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, more hip than Eeyore, I guess. <laughs> Eeyore wasn't Potter puppet pals, right? <laughs> This episode is very social media heavy at the beginning. They go from, like, the Instagram to, like, TikTok, which appears to have some sort of sponsorship, or at least they gave them permission, because they clearly show the TikTok logo. Right. They're, yeah. they're looking at the niece's uh, TikTok, and uh, I love I love this juxtaposition here, like, this exchange, like, one one after the other. So they're watching the girl on TikTok. <laughs> and she's like, uh, let's find out if I'm a best person. Well, she's like goofing around. And then she's like, uh, nothing would be complete on here without a cheese puff challenge. And then cut to Macy. She's a witch. <laughs> that means she's a witch. The cheese puff challenge. She's a witch. Went missing yesterday. What is the cheese puff challenge? <laughs> I've never heard of this. Is this real? She's just going to eat TikTok. a bun of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I think this Whoa. is a perfect time. This is the perfect time for Peter to drop in. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? I don't know. Are we old or is this the show being out of time? <laughs> then they start watching a news segment. I don't know if this was next to the TikTok. I don't know. There was just some news segment that they find about this niece uh, gone missing. And, uh, and then they show the security footage of this van and the, the large rat man. And uh, and they say that she was last seen with him. Why are you making a face? What do you did you look up the cheese puff challenge? I, I looked up cheese puff challenge. All I see is videos about people eating a bunch of cheese puffs. Well, I mean, I imagine it has to do with eating cheese puffs. Yeah, but I just mean trying to eat a lot. I mean, I guess there's nothing weird about it. Well, what do you think they're doing? Cramming it up their ass or? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to know what it was. Like, is it is really anything other than just eating a bunch of them? But that's all I see. <laughs> is it like when you eat as many saltines as possible? Like, you think it's easy, but it dries out your mouth? Hmm. Maybe. 
There's one guy in a bathtub full of cheese balls. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our next um our next episode of Schwab. We'll just bathe in cheese balls. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so they see this video, um, the security cam footage of the giant rat man, uh, and he I guess he's not concerned about th- them looking for him on the news and concern- like in relation to this disappearance. He doesn't seem too worried about it. Yeah, because he's kind of like, seem worried who about could forget dear rat boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't forget him, but he certainly forgets a lot. He seems to not recognize anyone he should in this episode. <laughs> um, Maggie sees this footage and zooms in and enhances. Yeah, that was so stupid. Like, this is just news footage. And she just zooms right into this logo on his bumper. Is it like a bumper sticker? Yeah, it's a bumper like a, sticker. Like, my, my rat man is an honor student bumper sticker? Uh-huh. <laughs> She zooms it in, it's like the Super 7 logo thing, and she's like... Why would you... <laughs> she zooms it in, like, yeah, this is a bumper sticker for a demon club, which... A secret demon club? He's this... putting a bumper sticker on uh-huh. his car? Why? Maggie, like, zooms in enhance and then crops it, and then reverse image searches and finds a picture of the entrance of the club, which does not resemble this picture at all. It's just like, that's not how reverse image search works. It's not going to bring that up. Half the time when you do a reverse image search, it's like, I want to find this. And they're like, oh, you mean these last known photographs of some some people that vaguely might kind of, (laughs) what? Yeah, it's like, yeah, sometimes you get some weird results, but it's not going to give you something like, oh yeah, this is, this logo is within this picture. It's like, that's highly unlikely. Why would they have that in the Google image search too? This is a club where they're openly doing <laughs> magic outside of it. It's not like it's like disguised in any way to be anything else but a demon club. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, seventh circle club, by the way. It's a seven with some circles. Really, really clever. <laughs> yeah. It's the Circle K club. Yeah. It's not as bad as um in Sleepy Hollow. You remember they had an episode Club where they go to twerk. Club Twerk? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love Club Twerk. <laughs> yeah. So they decide uh, they're going to go to safe space to get into their bunker to go uh, searching for answers, I guess. Yeah, we find out they can't get into their little <laughs> magic bunker until the mini malls open. And this was weird, too, because they're waiting by a back entrance, like Mel and Maggie are, and then that swan girl comes out. Oh, I should say woman. Don't want to call her a girl. They'll have a rant about it. <laughs> You're women, not girls. <laughs> swan opens the door and goes, Welcome to safe space. Like, why is she opening the back door? Like, why are they at the back door anyway? You think when they're opening them all, more likely you'd be at the front. That's probably where they're going to open first. <laughs> why the fuck would the elders create a, like... A magical hideout that you couldn't access outside of mall hours. <laughs> so stupid. So some people were saying this wasn't a mall. Like it's they're they're calling it something else, but it's basically what it is. It's like a shopping center. You go in there. There's yeah. all the stores. Oh, what else? You it's a call- mall to me. Yeah, it looks like a little mini mall thing to me. Like it's just like it's just like a mini mall. What, got... what else do you call a big building you go in and there's a bunch of stores? Yeah. 
like there's that little magic shoppy thing or whatever you want to call it or natural herbs and spices <laughs> slash magic <laughs> the, store whatever the it KFC is recipe with all the herbs and spices yeah, there's a coffee shop there's a gym like <laughs> looks like a little mini mall to me <laughs> yeah so they can't get in and harry can't orb in because ever since he absorbed that poison uh, his powers are wonky it is kind of weird hearing him say his powers are wonky. It doesn't seem like a very hairy line, does it? <laughs> yeah. It did seem a little weird. They're all bullocked up. So because they can't get in there, they can't use their portal uh, to, to get uh, to the Seventh Circle Club. So uh, Harry and Macy decide to go on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should call this episode some variation on this, like Harry and Macy's Harry and Macy go to White Castle or (laughs) 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 Harry and Macy and the Hendersons. Is that anything? (laughs) (laughs) Harry and Macy's awesome road trip. Mm -hmm. Um So uh, they decide to go out, and the others have to stay behind because they're, uh, the as uh, Mel team. says, dead weight. Yeah. yeah, the B team. <laughs> the B team. Love, yeah, that's part of Mel's plus episode, complaining that she's part of the B team. It's like, yeah, but it's pretty apt, isn't it? It's like, it's funny the show is even calling it out. And I was like, yeah, Mel and Maggie, they're the B team. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, you just, you can stay on the sidelines. Because, like, I mean, it's not like they weren't doing this before. Like, it was always like Macy was doing everything and they're sidetracked with their own problems, which is what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Macy and Harry are on their road trip and Harry's, like, complaining about driving, like, as if he is not used to it anymore. Like, we saw him taking an Uber in the alternate dimension <laughs> timeline, whatever. <laughs> I don't think that. And besides that, like, I mean, he had to have driven some just, like, for appearances. Mm-hmm. When he he's pretending to be a normal yeah, guy. Yeah, but he's saying, like, it's barbaric. Some, he says something weird about driving on the right side of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, I find the right side of the road utterly barbaric. Yeah. <laughs> How long has he been in the States, though? Like, I feel like he's been there since at least since he died, right? Like, it's been a while. Maybe. Maybe not. I guess we don't know where all his charges were, but... Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's been all over the place, but he should be used to not being in England all the time by this point. Yeah, you'd think. Macy, meanwhile, is dealing with all of her repressed sexual feelings for (laughs) uh, Dark Harry. And uh, when they're in the car, like, she's like, hey, let's put the radio on! And then, like, some love songs start playing, and she just turns it off awkwardly. (laughs) Uh, if I can say anything, like, I, I didn't mind those parts of the episode. Like, at least it was doing some character stuff, and, like, those, they're the, some of the better characters in the show, so. Yeah. Like, I wish, uh, I mean, for their chapter in this episode, it was alright. Like, I like it when Harry and Macy go off now, because they're the two best characters in the show at this point. <laughs> Well, and also, like, this love story they're developing, um, it feels more earned. 
because at least we've known these characters now and they know each other and like they're building on something rather yeah. than just introducing characters for the purpose of being love interests yeah and we've seen they have some the like, other two at the mall and they're just doing nothing of interest yeah we've seen the, these two like have some genuine emotional moments between them before which seemed pretty you know they weren't like um sexually charged in any way but you believe it might develop there eventually happy to see me uh what what are you doing here what do you want yeah i uh i wish that they had uh not slammed into it so quickly this season i wish they right. like eased into it a bit more but i i don't mind the idea of them being together because at least we can see this develop. They have a reason for interacting other than like meet cute moments. Yeah. Yeah. The other two's relationships is just like, it's painful. And it's just like, why do the other two both have to have a love interest at the same mini mall? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what if <laughs> there's a part later in the episode where Maggie puts in a, she puts in an application to work at the mini mall and like wouldn't it be hilarious if she was just working on like a at like a hot dog on a stick or something mm -hmm. <laughs> and then like you know she can hang out with her boxer boyfriend and then like wear her giant um hot dog hat and <laughs> yeah and then she can make the maggie protection agency and she can go beat works <laughs> beats working at a hot dog stand <laughs> How do you... God. No one's going to get that VIP reference. <laughs> Even she's... I was like, yeah, what? Oh, I see. <laughs> I see what you did. She's about as vapid as her in that show. Oh, my God. That seems unfair. At least uh, Sarah Jeffrey shows up for the shoot. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. <Yeah. laughs> we didn't see any terrible like, stand-ins. Well, I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking about the character of Maggie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can see Maggie showing up in like feather boas and giant <laughs> swan wigs. <laughs> oh my god, if they had that Okay, so there's an episode of VIP where like Pamela Anderson's character, um, Val, she dies or they think she's dead, mm -hmm. and then they show like a picture of her on screen, like gone too soon, and all these like flashes, and one of them was a picture of her in the stupid swan wig, right? Mm-hmm. So she, like, at one point in the, like, I can't, I can't stress enough how much in VIP she would just walk in and fucking the dumbest outfits in the world and they would never explain them. And she'd be like, without context, just walks into the club wearing a, a wig shaped like a swan <laughs> just to have a conversation. <laughs> like, that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> I could see them doing that. Like, that's how Maggie finds out that she's dead and then gone too soon, Maggie Vera. <laughs> She's like her hair is shaped like uh, cat ears right. to go with the the leopard theme. <laughs> yeah, seems on brand. Oh, so so Mel and uh, Mel and Maggie get inside. Mel's complaining because she's part of the A team, at least A minus. She's not part of the B team. And uh, they go to the big bunker, and uh, Mel finds a big root that uh, she says could help them recreate the Book of Shadows. Uh, some sort of mandrake or something. No, she said she can make an invisibility thing with it because she learned about it from the Book of Shadows. 
Oh, I thought she said it could help them recreate it. No, oh, I misheard that completely. No, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember reading in the Book of Shadows. I can make an invisibility potion with this. <laughs> so they destroyed it, but she can just say, like, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And she's like, I just need a few other ingredients from that witch doctor's store at the mall. <laughs> While she's doing that exposition, uh, Maggie is online and finds their dad's obituary. <laughs> He's dead. No. Dad's dead. <laughs> what social media site uh, do you think that was with the obituaries? Was oh, that another social media site? No, I'm just I'm just making up one. Like, oh. what would be a dumb social media site for obituaries? Like, <laughs> <laughs> my obituary space. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much my space at this point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, my, my space is the place. It's basically a graveyard, so it makes sense it would have obituaries. Like, my space is logo. I don't know if they still did it this way, but at one point it was just my and then an actual space, which is kind of like, you know, just... The hole in the ground, six feet deep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she goes to the MySpace page for the dad's obituary, and then it's got like a song embedded on the page that instantly plays and you can't avoid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from her dad's band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? Could you lend me a jar of love? Harry's like, can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Harry. Oh, it's me, Doc Harry. I can laugh at your dad's death. Yeah. Go ahead, laugh at me, Harry. How do you do? My bed's a car, Harry. <laughs> Is yours? I sleep in a big bed with your sister. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how we're going to reveal it to you. Oh my god. Harry out. Yes. <laughs> the Veras. Dun 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 we're, man, we're not, we're just going everywhere. We're jumping around as much as this episode. I think this, I had to condense some of this because like, they just go like, poo, 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 like between scenes constantly, mm -hmm. but it's really only like two scenes and two stories basically that we're following through this whole thing. Yeah, for the most part. So it's like, oh, you immediately know that like from what Maggie's saying, she's whining, she's got like this kind of fake memory of her dad being a better person than he ever really was because she was young and kind of mm -hmm. dumb and Mel had to kind of make up for it since she was the bigger sister. She did some stuff like when he flaked on her, she would like bring a, an apology note and stuff and try to make it better. But anyway, you know immediately that stupid Maggie's gonna try and go to this funeral and endanger everyone, breaking their witness protection stuff in Seattle. Sure. Yeah, I mean, at least they acknowledge that she's supposed to be... An idiot? Young and dumb. Like, <laughs> yes, an idiot. Um, but unlike, uh... Phoebe just running into the the charms on the tree and after being told not to, it was at least, you know, like... A character. Even Mel tells her, like, you can't go there. That will put us all in danger. Because sure. 
She knows she's thinking about it, and, like, stupid Maggie just doesn't listen. And then she runs off and does it later, and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, what they were going for here, and they, they say as much in the episode, a lot of the theme uh, for their part of the episode is growing up. Mm -hmm. And I guess they're tying that into the fact that they're not in school anymore. They're not over, like they're taking care of themselves. Their mom's da dead. Their their dad's dead, though he didn't take care of them. But, you know, um, they're basically having to make it on their own now and take charge and protect all these other witches. And uh, Maggie's the youngest of them. She was 19 when the show started. She's 20 now. Um, so I, I at least see kind of what they're doing. And, and at least with this story here, I did like... Um, one of the better episodes from last season was the Christmas one where they talk about their dad and uh, they're having the Christmas party and Maggie invited their dad and expected him to show up. And of course he didn't. Mm -hmm. um, this expanded on that. And um, I didn't mind that aspect of the story uh, where they, um, you know, they're, they're talking about their dad and Maggie's feeling super guilty about it. She thinks that because they, he thought that they were dead. That's what triggered his heart attack. Um, and, she is talking about how great their dad is and Mel's like no he was a big loser it's like well dad was the one who got me this like ballerina music box and uh he he was like you don't you didn't see all the good things that he did for us and by the end of the episode that's when Mel reveals that uh the music box wasn't from their dad at all like he had promised on her seventh birthday to take her to a ballet he didn't show up and so Mel and their mom both felt super bad about it so got her this music box, wrote this note saying it was from him. He went to, on a business trip. So everything that she thought about their dad was a lie this whole time, basically. Maggie has a real dunce moment, though. Like when Mel tells her, like, you know, I got you the music box and put the note up there from him to you. And she goes, <laughs> why would you do that for him if you hated him so much? She's like, I did it for you. It's like, oh... Who knew she did it for her? Like, come on, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Mel got her that free latte. They were giving out samples. <laughs> Ginger matcha latte something. They're giving free samples. I mean, I just... I would like it better if, like, Maggie felt... Like, she really wanted to be there, but in the end made the smart decision and didn't because it was going to put everyone in jeopardy. And, like, it might not even just be her life on the line. It might be putting her sister's lives on the line if whoever's after them is able to extract information out of her. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. I mean... And, like, you, you know that's, like, one of the hot spots if someone's looking for you. They're probably going to be looking at a relation's funeral for you to yeah, show up. Yeah, but they up. aren't looking for them. What? They think they're dead, but they aren't looking for them. They think they're dead. Well, not the person after them. And he showed up, didn't he? Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You're right, Phelan. You were paying more attention than I was. <laughs> no, that's very true. Um... I mean, I think the character is allowed to screw up, so I didn't. I didn't mind that as as much as long as they. I just thought it was a really dumb one, and she knew it was a dumb idea, and she was told it was a dumb idea, and then she did it anyway. Sure, I uh, I particularly liked um, <laughs> when Mel's like, "Dad was a loser. When are you gonna grow up?" <laughs> yeah. and, and then Maggie's like. Ee! <laughs> and then runs off to the the boxing gym and just starts like hilariously oh, yeah. half-assedly punching uh, <laughs> like a punching bag in her mini skirt and booties. It was so bad. 
<laughs> it'd been better if she like hit it and then it like flew back and knocked her over. <laughs> <laughs> she was so bad at it, it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. And then her little boyfriend at the mall after she gets knocked out by the punching bag can come in and ring a bell. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Boxy McBoyfriend does show up, and he's just trying to figure out her name, like while uh, while he's asking for the first aid kit back that she didn't give back. Like she she was so offended that he would think she was trying to take advantage of him. Like, oh, give it back, and then mm. didn't. <laughs> yeah, she goes, "I still owe you a first aid kit." I know, and he was like, "What? Why didn't you give it back? You didn't use everything in it, did you?" <laughs> what? Oh, by the way, I need some money for medical bills now. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> The same old grift. I'm gonna sue you. Your punching bag knocked me out. She didn't even... She's a punching bag chaser. (laughs) She, um... uh, So, she's talking to him, uh, and he doesn't know her name. Like, she never told him her name during any of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, he calls her a girl, and she gets super offended, tying into the... uh, the the demon mom call, saying that they're women. Yeah, it was pretty. Like, I'm a grown ass woman. Yeah, it was like that same. I'm Twenty speech. years old. It's like okay, if he was doing it condescendingly, the way they like to bring up, like the way they're acting about it. But it's just like he just referred to her as a girl, and then. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was like in a condescending way. Like I wouldn't personally find that offensive no context i think changes everything but just yeah the context is everything with that if he's being a condescending prick then yeah have at him but like it just felt like the show trying to think it was clever again by throwing that stuff in rather than making sense yeah I think maybe part of it, if if uh, if I'll try and give the show some credit, I think she was just being overly defensive because she was being told to grow up. Yeah, there's it tied into at least her emotional state somewhat, but it's also just because the show has done this before, unearned. I feel like it's also that. <laughs> sure. It, yeah. I mean, it fit better than the mom. The, oh yeah, the, the demon the, mom. The demon mom. They're, they're women, yeah, not the best girls. thing was that it wasn't even really their mom. <laughs> it's the demon. I know. It was so good. <laughs> So she uh she opens up a portal, takes off to her dad's funeral. Um, Macy and Harry are uh are on their road trip, and uh, they almost hit a girl who runs out in front of the car and faints. So Harry uh tries to heal her, and she has been poisoned by the same poison Macy had. Uh, so he's taking more of the poison in, mm-hmm. and uh, Macy's telling him not to do it, but he's like, "I'm a white lighter. This is what I do." The last time you took on that poison when you healed me, it compromised you. Who knows what this will do to you? She's a witch. I'm a white lighter. This is what I do. Um, when this happened, though, this they did that classic, you know, TV and movie thing where Harry's about to tell Macy that he saw himself under the cloak, and then oh, she ran out in front of the car, and that stops that conversation. I'll give yeah, them it's credit. Not important to let them know. Yeah, <laughs> I give them credit though. They do eventually tell each other in this episode, so they're not dragging it out forever. Yeah, yeah, they do find out through the episode. I I think they were trying to drive home the point here that they cared about 
people living or dying um, because Harry, you know, is desperately trying to save this girl. And uh, she's like, uh, the seventh circle's going to get Layla. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wonder why he couldn't heal her. Like, what was going on? Was there demon poison or something in her? Like, Yeah, it was the same demon poison oh, was that, it? Uh, that Macy had. Oh. Yeah. And so he was taking on more of the damage and uh. he was still weakened from the first time anyway. So. Yeah, it it was uh it was that. That's why he couldn't heal her. Alright. Um fine. And I guess, you know <laughs> I guess he could heal Macy because he was at full power then, but now he's not. Mm, he that, still has to have character. some more demon poison shits to get rid of it. Yeah. In their he's non-plumbing like, house. <laughs> she Macy's like, wait, it's not a main character. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the day is saved. <laughs> <laughs> What if the demon overlord was Phoebe? Do you think I care about anyone's expectations? Oh my god, please do this new charms. Please. Please do that. You know what's hilarious? People were telling me about that Grey's Anatomy they just did with uh, Holly Marie Combs <clears throat> and um and Alyssa Milano. They're sisters. They're sisters. Uh, apparently, it seems almost like a parody of Charmed in that. Well, I mean, it clearly is a reference to that, but um, they're just complaining all the time. And then their third sister is in a coma. And then, like, <laughs> she ends up dying. And it turns out it's some stranger that wasn't even their sister or something. <laughs> so, I think they killed her. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds amazing. <laughs> spoilers i don't know does anyone care is anyone still listening <laughs> yeah i give up on this podcast <laughs> i give up they're not even fucking talking about what's happening <laughs> hey you know what else i want to talk about there's an ad they've been playing with some golden retrievers like an army of golden retrievers um in cars trying mm. to get wieners like they go <laughs> hot dog wieners so <laughs> it'd be a different kind of ad so there's all these golden retrievers driving and then they go to like a wiener stand and eat it and it just seems delightful <laughs> they're, they're still playing that uh what is it circle show the secret circle yeah yeah apparently apparently this is something from like 2011 that they've been advertising yeah. because of the the cw seed right. app or something yeah it's still so weird though that they're putting commercials on here for like a one season canceled show <laughs> like that old it's like all right yeah is this like, a oh, show anyone like cares Charmed, about <laughs> they're like if you like charm this seems like something you'd be into both of them are going to be very short-lived <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you love shows that get canceled with probably plot lines unresolved. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it wasn't uh, supposed to be like Riverdale so much as um, Vampire Diaries, which was the big thing at the time mm. when it came out. So I guess uh, CW just has this tendency to just whatever's on kind of everything sort of homogenizes <laughs> into itself. Yeah. Snake biting its tail. Mm hmm. So uh, Mel uh, needs some more ingredients for this uh, invisibility cloak. <laughs> Mel Potter needs an invisibility cloak. And uh, so she needs some more ingredients. So she goes to the witch shop to steal some stuff and sees McGirlfriend. Yeah, this confused me too. Like they have no money anywhere in their house. Like why? Yeah, maybe they just didn't have any cash on them and they can't use their credit cards because they're dead now. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd believe that. I get why they wouldn't want to use their cards anyway, because that would leave a trail in some way. But 
It, I would think they would have some cash somewhere around the house. That's kind of nuts. I don't know. I mean, how much cash do you have lying around your house? <laughs> tell everyone in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, I could tell you right now, like, I have less than 20 bucks in on me, like, in cash. So, mm. like, I think a lot of people don't have that. It's in their bank somewhere. Mm. Right? Well, well, the majority of it, yeah. But I think it's good to have some around in case you need it. They spent it all on uh, Skinny Marg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, how does Maggie apply for a job if she doesn't have an identity? Do they have to, did they come up with new identities? Yeah. Or that... is this like, is safe space kind of like, you know, on the down low, like they'll just hire anyone? I don't know. Because they can take advantage of them, they can pay them below minimum wage. They're like, we're going to pay these illegal aliens just super, <laughs> super low wages. Yeah. We don't have to worry about it. What are you going to do? We're going to report you. Mm -hmm. Pretty sinister stuff happening at safe space. Didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, that they can apply without identities. And Maggie's just mm -hmm. giving her name out as Maggie, so. Mm. Yeah, they're not hiding her identities <laughs> at all. Um. So when uh, when Mel sees McGirlfriend, she immediately like knows that she's stealing stuff, and uh, she's like, "Will that be cash or charge?" Mm -hmm. And uh, you need to, you know, uh, maybe you don't believe in this witch stuff, but I sort of have a sense, and uh, and I think you need this more than me, and lets her have it anyway. Because yeah. if you do it again, though, I'll put a hex on you. Mm-hmm. And then Mel's like, "I'm gonna put a sex on you." And then they start banging in the store. <laughs> That's for the porn parody. The Saint Charm 2018 XXX. Yeah. I don't get, like, why she thinks Mel doesn't believe in this stuff, but she's stealing herbs. Does she think she needs it for her cooking, or what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what does she think she's stealing spell ingredients for? <laughs> she doesn't believe in witch stuff. <laughs> Silly. So uh, Macy and Harry uh, end up at the Seventh Circle Club, and uh, they see all of the people going to the club, this demon club, and these are all the descendants of, of all the demon bloodlines, mm. uh, the one percenters of the demon world is what they call them. So all the head this, people. Oh my God. This, this reminded like... me of that, like, oh, was it that backdoor pilot and charmed the demon families kind of thing? I was literally just going to bring that yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Okay, so in Supernatural season, was it 11 or 10? Oh, somewhere I don't around. know, it was 27. <laughs> <laughs> one, anyway, they had a, a bad backdoor pilot that was called Bloodlines. And uh, one of the ads they had for it, it's like, you know, yo, Chicago's controlled by five monster families. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like these stupid, like, hoity-toity rich vampires and werewolves and whatever i don't know i'm making it sound better than it was and they had fucking anus or whatever his name was right. like he was looking for his dad and like yeah it just looked like garbage but this is what this reminded me of like just you know like all the hoity-toity rich demons that are yeah running things mm -hmm. and you know that's the sign of a, of a good show when it's reminding you of a backdoor <laughs> pilot of supernatural yeah it's like Harry and Macy go, we can't get in there the way we are dressed right now. So we're going to glamour ourselves. But they don't 
because she has a glamour potion or something. That's how they do this. But yeah, I think she said that Mel also made that. One. Right. Okay. But it's like they don't glamour themselves to look like other people. They just glamour themselves to look like themselves, wearing different clothing and hairstyles slightly. <laughs> They're just wearing black. They're just wearing black. This is like, this is totally OG charmed. Because mm-hmm. they would do that, like, um, when the, the demons took over the magic school, their Harry Potter magic school. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, it's just a bunch of people in black club outfits. Yeah. And then, like... All the main characters seem to recognize this as the demon attire. You know, like, oh, why are you dressed like a demon? Oh. Yeah. And you're like, Harry's like popped they, why open shirt. They need shirt. a spell to change outfits. It is stupid. They knew that they were going to a demon club. Why didn't they just put on black outfits? <laughs> yeah. yeah just Don't understand stop this. Stop by a Goodwill and get some black clothes real cheap. <laughs> I guess they don't have any money. But where'd they get the car and stuff? It might have been there. Maybe it went with the house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They have money for gas and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all falling apart. Mm. Um, For a moment, I was thinking with the glamour thing. Like, they're like, you know, the fact that they, they put the glamour spell on and they're just dressed differently. And then when Macy goes to the front of the club, like, the, the rat guy's yeah, there as like a bouncer and doesn't... <laughs> dear old rat boy doesn't recognize her for a moment there i'm like is this like a quantum leap situation like they look like other people but we just see them like maybe like they look in a mirror and they look like demons or something <laughs> but no it's just them as far as i know they didn't say any different no they apparently just looked like themselves he just didn't recognize her with her hair back like that she just had different hair yeah he must be face blind (laughs) yeah dear old rat boy (laughs) face blind yeah it doesn't and like they're they have to like conserve their spells and their powers like to the bare minimum too because they have limited supplies and they just use it to change their outfits it's just the most pointless thing it is so silly they should have done the quantum leap thing though like looked at themselves in the reflection on the car or something yeah, they did that in a, in original Charmed when they were uh, also pretend dead. Um, <laughs> they blew up in a big house fire. Yeah, uh, they they had reflections that looked like the personas they were taking on, so you knew how they looked to everyone else, mm-hmm. but you still had the actresses there. Yeah, that was easy. Mm-hmm. Harry, they're doing a blood check to get in the club, though. So Harry's like, "That won't work for me." Don't testing for demon blood. I can't pass. We need to find some other way. There's no time. I've got demon blood. No. Yeah, he has to stay out there. Uh, Macy can get in because she has demon blood. Um, I wanted to point out real quick because I uh, I don't have a fashion segment for this, uh, but I just have one outfit I very much appreciate, and that is uh, Macy's evil outfit. <laughs> like she's got like the black, the all black with the blazer and the corset and the like the large silver necklace, and then like the high ponytail and the dark lipstick. Yeah. It's like all right, yeah, I can get behind this. <laughs> I did also I did also appreciate like Harry's demon costume with his like popped open shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, and then she like she thinks that he looks similar to like the sexy dark Harry and like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> she's gotta hide her lady boner. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and she sees she's giving him a look too, and she notices he notices this, and she's like, "Oh, you remind me of a Harry I saw in a dream. I mean, a guy like you in a dream. There's a guy like you that I saw in a dream." <laughs> yeah, they explain it to each other though, eventually. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's nice that they aren't just keeping these secrets like through episodes and episodes. I'm glad at least Harry and Macy come clean with each other, and Harry tells her that yeah what he saw of that demon that tried to kill them was him. Yeah, but it also seems like the fact that he looks exactly like him, they could have taken advantage of that more before the secret's out. Oh yeah, maybe. They probably could have. Like, it just seems like... But I'm glad, like, at least if you have these characters that know this, he's not just holding on to it for forever. So that would have been annoying. That's true. Especially when it could put them in danger, so yeah, like I especially like, and he's supposed to be protecting them. So. Yeah, I get that. Like he was working out in his head, and that's why he didn't really say anything first. It was still kind of a bad move, but I understood it better than I understand Maggie being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of that, <laughs> uh, so Mel is making this um this invisibility potion just in a cafe at the mall yeah well, like why is she allowed in the back of the cafe like she's by the blenders and stuff like... oh i thought it was like by the counter where you know you would get like coffee and pastries and stuff like you know when you're at a hotel and it serve yourself kind of thing but yeah i thought maybe that but there's like blenders and stuff back there with her so i'm like this just looks like maybe it's the back of <laughs> where they make the food at this place so why is she back there like yeah just snuck in they have a hideout and a house yeah. they have two different options she could do to like go make her potion the hideout is at the mall like just go there and then you have privacy instead of like yeah. turning apples invisible in public <laughs> <laughs> well and right after she makes it she goes back to the hideout so why didn't she just go there first and and she goes there and um Maggie has left her laptop open yeah. to, and it says like you know where she was going mm -hmm. so she realizes that she went to the funeral damn it Maggie mhm mm um so Maggie is is at their dad's funeral uh evil harry shows up and it's obviously evil harry but he's wearing an old harry suit to disguise himself yeah and uh, she immediately clocks him. Like, she's like, mm, who are you? What are you? You're not Harry. Yeah, I don't really get how she got, got like, figure this out that quick. She's, it's kind of... He was giving off vibes. I think uh, they were trying... I mean, I, I would think he was maybe possessed or something before jumping to it's something else entirely. But yeah. they did deal with Hunter before, and he was a shapeshifter, so maybe... Mm. Maybe that was the idea. It seemed more um, competent than I'm used to with her. <laughs> it, I thought it was kind of interesting when she, like, hugs him. And he's got that, like, really uncomfortable vibe. Like, mm, don't like this. <laughs> don't like this hug. Yeah, but, like, near the end, he kind of, like, it's almost like he accepts it very briefly. At yeah, the I do it. wonder if, like, how much of this is actually Harry. Like, if this is a future version of him or, or what. Like, it, it would be an interesting dy dynamic to explore, you know, what uh, humanity is there with him. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know if that's if that means anything or if that's just a moment there. Yeah. It does seem like, I mean, obviously he cares about Macy, so maybe he, he wants to 
convert all of the girls. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does try to kill Maggie, so I guess he he doesn't really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He takes out a knife, but Invisible Mel shows up with a shovel and hits him over the head and they portal out. Which is the only reason why Maggie does not die here. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So she very easily could have just died right here. It's like... I was so annoyed. It's just like, man, she should die here. (laughs) (laughs) If they survived into a third season, and I don't think so, like, do you think, like, eventually one of the actresses would leave and they'd have to kill her off? (laughs) No, no. Depends on how. This is one of those shows that'll, like, it'll keep going beyond when it should, and then, like, the sisters start just, like, dying off. I don't know if they'll (laughs) have time for that. I don't know how long they have on their contracts too like if the show is renewed if they have them locked up for however many seasons mm. who knows they uh they get a message on the the big uh dora's big map that tells them where a clue is <laughs> <laughs> and uh layla and macy are in danger so they better go and this is, this is after mel bitches uh maggie out rightfully for uh, making her waste some of her serum, uh, putting them in danger, generally being reckless. This is when she tells her about the uh, the story with the music box and the ballet and all that. Mm-hmm. Maggie has some harsh realizations. Mm-hmm. Macy gets into the club by passing the blood test. And uh, what the uh, subtitles describe as vagrant demon. <laughs> <laughs> he goes over like, what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? And she's like, oh, I passed the test. And he's like, oh, well, you gotta, you gotta put this bracelet on. No powers in the club. <laughs> yeah. They have a strict no power rule no in the club. No powers bracelet. <laughs> I passed the test. Which means you win the prize. No powers in the club. Did they use a, like, no power bracelet before? I feel like that's something they used in season one for something. Did they? Something like, I don't know, this seems familiar. It's amusing to me. It's just like an admittance bracelet, but it's also a no powers bracelet thing. Yeah, because it's just a club. I do like that the the demons have rules about about that. Like, they don't want any rowdy behavior in the club (laughs) where they're going to sacrifice someone. (laughs) Yeah, I like the demons also have the red and blue lighting going on in their club. (laughs) Heck yeah. Um, it's so that, uh, it's so Macy can walk while sexy music plays through the club. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I do love this moment. So, uh, Harry's waiting outside the club, um, trying to, uh, to orb out, but he just keeps, like, having little farts, you know. Yeah. I can't make it. Poison farts. Yeah. And, uh, Invisible Mel and Maggie attack him <laughs> they're like how do we know that you're really hairy because <laughs> he looks like the evil harry in a sexy outfit <laughs> and he recites the ingredients for their mom's coquito recipe <laughs> mom's coquito recipe it has to be him <laughs> it's gonna be great though know that. if like the bad guy is just harry from the future then he might know that too <laughs> Yeah, or like he could be, he could have just been possessed. They don't know that it's not Harry. Yeah, like we don't know that this isn't some weird alternate version of him from time or even different dimension, which I guess we already know there's different dimensions if that's what happened in the finale of the first season, so. Maybe he's a holdover from uh, from Macy fucking around with time and dimensions mm, and stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
That could be something. Hmm. Uh, oh, here here was another all-time classic Charm 2018 line. They uh, In the club, they got Layla, like, uh, up on a... She's all, like, uh, up in the middle of a stage, like, they're getting ready to kill her. And this MC comes up and he goes, Greetings, demon scum! <laughs> I think there's some in the crowd who kind of, like, defended when he said that. Like, what? <laughs> demon scum? I just came I here to party yeah. and have a good time. I did not I come like to this club tones. to be offended. Good day, sir. <laughs> Puts on his hat and scarf and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is giving all of the exposition for what they're trying to do. He's like, we're trying to raise our demon overlord and we're going to kill all the witches and then unite demon supporting demons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but not everyone's on board with this. Yeah, there's a silly moment, though, of Macy when she looks at, like, where Layla is. She's, like, covered up by a sheet first. And she looks at this and goes, Layla. And then they uncover it and show it's Layla. And she's like, oh! <laughs> like, you already said, you already knew that was pretty much her. And then they showed it was her. And you're surprised. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I don't really <laughs> I don't understand that. Uh, but not everyone's on board with this plan. Uh, one guy is just like, Yeah, the Demon Overlord's so great, he'd show up. He'd show his face. I'm out of here. This is stupid. <laughs> like, Alright, fine, whatever, man. Me and my friends are going home. <laughs> Takes his little posse <laughs> with him. <laughs> what, what if Parker was in the crowd? Uh, awkward. <laughs> yeah, I went full evil again. <laughs> Melza, I knew it smelled like stale Doritos and white privilege in here. <laughs> of all the demons in here, you're the worst. <laughs> He's sitting there with his guitar like, I took a few lessons and I was super bad at it. So, <laughs> so I decided to go evil again. <laughs> now I just carry this as a grim reminder of what could have been. <laughs> you smashed your ukulele, Parker. That's right. <clears throat> Listen to this. <clears throat> A, B, C, D. <laughs> and then they all kill him. And then Macy's like, you know what? You guys aren't so bad after all. Yeah. And then they have a toast. Maybe we're not that different after all. <laughs> <laughs> they step on top of him. That's it. Sexism is over. <laughs> Demon wars are done. Yeah. Unite against a common enemy. <laughs> we apologize about the killing of the white ladies thing. <laughs> and the day was safe <laughs> this, um, the demon though does mention he's like yeah we're we're pretty much in the clear here you know the, the elders are dead the charmed ones are dead I'm like what about the white lighters aren't the ones those the ones that you guys actually killed well yeah I, I think that was, uh, the elders was kind of their coverall <laughs> for that I don't know they Seem like they're sort of different things, but all right. They are different things, but I think that's generally what I. Yeah, I but the elders just... were already wiped out from the other thing, and white lighters still existed, so they were kind of a different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> generally, he just means witches are, it's a free for all. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was weird he didn't mention the thing that them as a group actually killed. That's true. They should take credit for that one. Yeah. Macy seizes on the thing that that other guy says to try and buy some time for Layla. So she's like, hey, yeah, that that overlord should show his face or we're all going to walk out. And am I right, guys? <laughs> and uh, 
uh, Demon MC is not buying it. So he's so um. Like, so she's like, what if yeah, well. I was the Overlord? <laughs> Would that blow your mind? I'm the Overlord. <laughs> I find that pretty hard to believe. <laughs> um. So they're like, yeah, where's your proof that you're the overlord? Oh, boy. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but that's right when Mel and Maggie bust in and they're still invisible. And they start busting up chairs and tables and start a brawl. But, like, why do they do this? I don't know. Do they know what's happening at this point? They don't know that she's claimed to be the overlord. They just go in to start, like, busting heads. They could just sneak in and, like, grab her and then get out. Yeah. Like, why do they do that? At best, you'd have to say they were off in the corner somewhere listening and then decide to cause this ruckus to aid her. Don't they bust the door open, though? They do. Like they were outside? Yeah, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. And we saw how well Maggie fights, judging by how she hits the punching bag. <laughs> yeah. She's doing too great in this melee. <laughs> Punches a table. Oh, I chipped a nail. Harry uh, orbs in like, yeah, I did it, and then immediately gets knocked over. <laughs> yeah. No luck, Harry. <laughs> Real Leo moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, they use they take advantage of the the chaos to grab Layla and they rescue her, making this uh the only person that they saved in this situation. <laughs> yeah. We got one. What was even the point of the girl that they hit with the car that died of the poison? Like she she just said what they already knew that Layla was at this club they were already going to. Yeah, I don't know. Just to make them feel bad about another one, I guess. <laughs> Macy has like a tap, or she's writing down all the people they didn't save, and then Harry comes in and he's like, well, let's add one to the wind column, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Remember your losses. Celebrate your victories, too. Thanks to you, Lena's back home. Yeah, I, do, I did like, though, he was trying to be... um you know, supportive there. Like, let's focus on the wins Yeah, here no, I thought try. it was genuinely good, too, but it was a little amusing. It's like, we'll put one. We got one. Come <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a great success rate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Macy is like, you know, we need to think about these people as more than just lights on a switchboard. They had families and they had lives and they were, you know, they meant something. Mm -hmm. And um, they have this talk about... Um, about dark harry and harry's like well sorry i didn't tell you about this um but this was the first time that i've i've truly felt scared about something but like he's been to tartarus at this point yeah so i don't know like was this more scary than that <laughs> yeah i thought he was like pretty terrified after that so, uh, <laughs> i don't know if that's that's true this is the first time he was truly scared but yeah, that doesn't seem to really check out. <laughs> uh, but they do talk about the fact that he needs to kind of find himself and his new identity after all of this stuff, because he's got less powers, he doesn't have all the white lighters and the elders, he's sort of, like, drifting uh, in life between what what his purpose is now. So they're like, well, maybe you should start a business, or maybe you should do You walk a something. lonely road. <laughs> the only road you've ever known. <laughs> And he's like, maybe we should have a code word to make sure that it's really me and not this imposter. And Macy's like, nah, <laughs> you just give me a look and I'll know. <laughs> Harry, I don't need assistance. Just a simple gesture. Harry. Or a code word. Harry. All I need is a look. 
Yeah, she's like, I guess she's saying she can tell by looking in his eyes who he is. But it's like, okay, but again. Oh, yes, this is terribly romantic, but seriously, we need a coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, again, if the other thing is Harry from another time or dimension, he might have the same look in his eyes. So, yeah, best to have a code word. <laughs> yeah. I would really think so. He says the most cliched thing in any of these kinds of shows that was even in one of the episodes that we had literally like just reviewed on, on um, Charmed Rewind. And he says, I'm afraid there's a storm coming, Lucy. <laughs> well, I hope you're right. Because I'm afraid there's a storm coming, Macy. Well, good thing they think we're dead. Cut to the ironic ending. Uh, evil MC is looking at security cam footage that shows that the Charmed Ones are alive. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew they'd figure that out when you guys busted up their club and didn't look like different people at all? Yeah, and they appeared like they the spell, the invisibility stuff wore off so they could see them. Yeah. So I don't even know why they... Uh-huh. We didn't talk about uh, something earlier. Clearly, this is the most important thing. So, um, Maggie says, uh, she's, she's moping over her ballerina music box. And, uh, and she's like, you know, this is part of the past. I should let it go. Like, (laughs) it's like, thanks for the music box. I'm going to throw it away. (laughs) And, uh, now that I know it's from you, I'm throwing this away. (laughs) And, uh. So she decides she's going to put this application in a safe space. She's going to move on, grow up, uh, let go of the past, uh, let go of the first season. They're moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes and returns the uh, the first aid kit to Jim Boy Man and uh, asks why he's been so nice to her when she's been such a bitch. I guess I just find you formidable. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the sparks are really flying there. Oh, yeah. Totally invested in that shit. <laughs> that's it could you even tell me what the name of of jim boy is no <laughs> one season wonder <laughs> i hope so god if this gets a second se- I, I if this gets a third season i should say a second season if this gets a third season i don't but they shouldn't burn it to the ground again just write better stories and characters that we're invested in it's not even the actor's fault i mean i, I we haven't seen enough of them to know if they're any good but like just write, just write them with some depth. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. And you do, like give them a purpose other than like meet cute scenes where you're setting up the romance. Like I hate it when you're just they're just clearly there to be yeah. like romantic attachments with no other purpose. It's kind of like how stupid Parker was first, and then they started doofing him up, and he was a bit more of an enjoyable character after that. Um, they did the same thing with Galvin. Galvin was very oh, boring. Yeah, yeah. Like we didn't care about him at all. Yeah, and then it was such a turnaround story. On Galvin. <laughs> yeah, they incorporated him into the story, gave him a personality, um, motivations, things to do. A lot of them involved Macy, but he still had like his own things going on that that tied into what was happening. Other yeah. than like before, he was just having meet cutes with Macy, and it just was pointless. So maybe they can turn us around. Who knows? Who knows what this season will bring? Mm-hmm. Uh, Phelan, what did you think of this episode? Uh, like I said, it was a lot better in the premiere. I liked the Macy Harry stuff. For the most part, some of it was corny. Uh, Maggie's an idiot. And uh, I don't know. The, the mall is stupid 
for the most part right now. I don't know if they're going to turn me around on this mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I, the, the mall and the bunker stuff, I'm, I'm still not entirely sold on. But, uh, I mean, I, I agree this was better than the first episode. I did like some of the character work in it. Um, the stuff with the demon club was, was wonky, but, like, in a fun way. Mm -hmm. I'll give you them know, a like little bit was, of credit. It was too. stupid, but yeah, it was funny. I'll give a little bit of credit too for some of the Mel and uh, Maggie stuff about their dad. Some of that wasn't bad. It was just Maggie annoys me so much when she's just being headstrong, selfish because she does this too much as a character. I think they need to do a better job of connecting everything to something because clearly there was some like ongoing, um character stuff in this episode that they were trying to do is like a, a, a theme mm -hmm. you know like the growing up theme and then like um finding yourself and stuff like that but i think maybe they need to go the route of the the demons the things they're fighting whatever as a metaphor for other things and that way you can tie all of these things into it you know rather than having like just a demon club where they got to save someone though it, though it was about like they got to they want to save innocence and they care about people like i get it, that was the importance of that story but um i think you know whatever they're fighting needs to to go with the theme of whatever they're trying to tell us in that particular episode to cohesively pull things together because it just felt like we were watching two separate shows i suppose i mean the a and b stories don't always need to directly relate to each other that's true i mean sometimes they should though but i'm just I didn't think that was the main problem, I guess, with this episode in particular. What was the main problem? That uh, Maggie's just a dumb character after time. <laughs> Execution. Just, there's a lot of weird questions, too. We don't know like why the house works and all this stuff. I feel like if, if we're going to settle them down in this one spot, I wish we knew a little bit better about what's going on. I wish it. Yeah. I wish. While well, they're doing this witness protection thing, like, I wish we got a little bit more about the fact they'd just been uprooted and we lot they lost a bunch of people supposedly in their life. I mean, they supposedly had all these friends who came to their party yeah. last the f episode. The fact that people think that they're dead is like they get one scene to kind of feel weird about it. And then after that, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like, she was like, oh, like the. The sorority is like like they're holding a vigil for us. <laughs> yeah. All right, like did this man like matter to you? Like, did you have no other friends? Or... <laughs> stupid what Maggie, about, like, like Nico. Nico thinks that she's dead now. Yeah, and stupid Maggie would not shut up about the sorority last season. Like, and she's just doesn't have that much to say about losing her entire college life now. Yeah, like they really like that that would be something that would be right after this happens you need to go into like into that. Mm -hmm. Um but it just feels like they're brushing over stuff to focus on other things that are good themes to focus on, but it just it just feels like there's a lot of things that they that don't matter. Yeah. And I don't mean like sideline all the magic and demon stuff for that, but it should be should have been at least a theme in the episode. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to sideline things to talk about something. You can, like, weave stories within each other. Each other. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it it just doesn't feel that cohesive to me yet. It still feels like the the pacing is better than it was last season. Like they were still only focusing on two stories basically, which was more like last season they were just like all over the place with so much happening. Mm-hmm. Um but it just I I feel like it it still needs to come together a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got for That's all I got for Charmed Hard with a Vengeance this week. Uh, If you guys liked what you were listening to, uh, it'd be great if you could uh, like the video or subscribe. Or uh, if you're listening to this uh, via audio, then it'd be great if you could uh, give us a review. That'd be pretty cool. Um, If you are just listening via audio, you can find us uh, in video form at youtube.com slash series or youtube.com slash faileths. Uh, if you were just watching this in the video, then you can find us uh, in audio form at anchor.fm under Charmed Heart with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind, depending on the time of year. <laughs> um, if you would like to support us or get early access to stuff, uh, you can find us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash movie nights or patreon.com slash uh, Thank you to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's the plugs. Uh, what hashtags should we use, Phelan? Hashtag disguised as yourself. <laughs> Hashtag trust no one, not even yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Harry and Macy go to White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you Charmanders next time. Bye!